really going to highlight some of the things that we already reflected on throughout these past weeks, but we don't want to go deeper. Amen? Why do they go deeper? Go, go deeper. deeper. Amen. Amen. It's going to go deeper so that we can be able to get real practical about some of the things that God wants us to do in this time, in this season, as we're starting this new year. So, if you have your Bible, I want you to turn to Luke chapter 15, verse 11 through 22. Amen? Amen. When everybody has it, you can say amen. Luke, Luke is in the New Testament, just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> it help you out. <laughs> Sounds more relevant than uh, uh, all the other names. Habakkuk. That's the New Testament. Amen. Amen. And it reads, to illustrate the point further, Jesus told them this story. A man had two sons. The youngest son told his father, I want to share, I want my share of your estate now before you die. So his father agreed to divide his wealth between his sons. A few days later, this younger son packed all his belongings and moved to a distant land. And there he wasted all of his money while living. About the time his money ran out, a great famine swept over the land, and he began to starve. He persuaded a local farmer to hire him, and the man sent him into his field to feed the pigs. The young man became so hungry that even the pods he was feeding the pigs looked good to him, but no one gave him anything. When he finally came to his senses, he said to himself, at home, even the hired servants have food enough to spare. And here I am, dying of hunger. I will go home to my father to say, Father, I have sinned against both heaven and you, and I am no longer worthy of being called your son. Please take me on as a hired servant. Verse 20 goes on in the read. So he returned home to his father. And while he was still a long way off, his father saw him coming. Filled with love and compassion, he ran to his son, embraced him, and kissed him. His son said to him, Father, I have sinned against both heaven and you, and I am no longer worthy of being called your son. But his father said to the servants, Quick, bring the finest robe in the house and put it on him. Get a ring for his finger and sandals for his feet. There's even also in the King James Version, it says, shoes for his feet. Mm -hmm. That's in the, uh, the, the passage here. See, when the father of the prodigal son saw his son returning, he quickly ran to him and embraced him with love. But more so, he dressed him up in royal clothing. He gave him royal shoes, a ring, and the best robe. And if you read prior to the verses here, you will see that Jesus is actually using this parable as a symbolic representation. Amen? If you know this, this parable is the, the prodigal son, what they call the prodigal son parable. Amen? And it's a symbolic representation of us, those who were once lost and have now been found in Christ. The father represents God, and the son 
because it's us. And his story reminds us that we are royalty. The last Sunday we met, Pastor reminded us that we are royalty. If you're going to go take it, you've got to know who you are in Christ. And this passage emphasizes that point. That we are better than the pig pen, the pigsty, or the donkeys to go to. And that's what the son had realized at that point in the story. Mm-hmm. He said, no, no, one." He's like, wait, hold up. Wait, I'm over here, you know, in this pig pen. I'm doing all this stuff, and I can't even get anything to eat. I can't even get a bite to eat. What's going on? He was like, wait. You know, and he was fantasizing about, you know, eating the very food that was in the pig pen for the, the pigs. That was for the pigs to eat. He was like, I don't have anything else to eat. I squander all my money. So he was saying to himself, like, no, 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 I have to go back. I, I got to go back to my, I got to go back to my father's house. You know, I can't be living my life like this. I can't be living my life like this. So he left the pigsty. But the interesting thing is, even when you're out of the pigsty, your mind can still be thinking like one who lives in the pigsty. You can still have pigsty mentality, as you can say. Thinking, thinking. So guess what? What the father was doing in this story was that he was dressing up his son to remind him of who he really is. That, look, where you've been does not define you. What you have done does not define you. No, no, no. You're a prized possession. You are royalty. Amen. And right about now, God is dressing you up. Throughout this fast, he has been revealing things to you, and he's been dressing you up. As you dive into the scriptures, as you pray day after day, Lord God, Lord God, he has been reminding you of who you are. Reminding you of your potential, your value, your worth, and how the things you used to do just a waste of time. That it was foolish because now you see and have realized that this new way of living has made you more effective. But my question to you today is, have you stepped into your royalty? Have you stepped into your royalhood? Has your mind changed to the point that the way you think now is like that of a king or a queen. Because honestly, we're the we're royal daughters and sons of the most high, the most high king, amen? amen. The most high God. I don't believe that God has brought us into this fast so that we do it, finish on February 4th, and go back to our usual way of living. You see, talking to some of you. I believe that God has brought you into this fast to transform your way of thinking and your way of living and doing so that you can become more effective throughout this year. So some of the things that you are doing now, you might need to continue doing it even after the fast is over. Amen? Amen. Amen. You can turn to the book of Ephesians, chapter 4, verse 17 to 24, and it reads, With the Lord's authority, I say this. Live no longer as the Gentiles do, 
for they are hopelessly confused. Their minds are full of darkness. They wander far from the life of God, the life God gives, because they have closed their minds and hardened their hearts against Him. They have no sense of shame. They live for lustful pleasure and eagerly practice every kind of impurity. But that doesn't that that but that isn't what you learned about Christ. Since you have heard about Jesus and have lived the truth that comes from him, throw off your sinful nature, your former way of life, which is corrupted by lust and deception. Instead, let the spirit renew your thoughts and attitudes. Put on your new nature, created to be like God, truly righteous and holy. Now you might be looking at this, you might be looking at to lust, and, and lust doesn't always have to deal with something that's sexual, it can deal with some things that are even things that things that tempt you and, 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 and that cause you to, to start thinking in different ways that are not pleasing and honoring to God. It could be just, you know, something that's a stronghold for you. So, what does this mean? Because I told you I was gonna get practical, right? Mm -hmm. But what does this mean for you? Well, I'm I'm gonna Deal with the simple stuff, and you know, when you go home, you gotta deal with the hard stuff to be with God. But I'm gonna deal with the simple stuff. Right mm -hmm. Everybody say television. 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 All right, praise the Lord. Maybe you said, okay, you know what? I'm gonna put aside watching TV or watching this program or watching this thing, whatever, so that I can spend more time in the scriptures during my fast. I can read the Bible, I can pray. Right? No television at all. No, no, I'm not watching that program. Or I'm not watching Bad Girls Club. I don't know if Bad Girls Club is good. I, don't, I have no idea. Probably it's over. I don't know. I don't know. But whatever. I'm not watching that. Amen. Right? And if you say you're not watching Game of Thrones, I know Game of Thrones hasn't started yet, so. I'm not watching that. I'm not watching Game of Thrones. I'm talking about the reruns. Nope. But anyway, once this fast is over, you could perhaps go back to your new Or maybe it's watching the news for hours upon hours. But to do that would be to forsake the transformation that God has brought into your life these past days. To do that would be like going back to the old ways of living. It would be like the prodigal son just got his robe and everything, and he just threw it off and went back to the pig pen. Or maybe it's uh, food. Maybe you've been on this Daniel fast or something like that, and you've been fasting, and you realize that, oh my gosh, all that stuff that I was eating before, you know, that, that stuff wasn't good for me, but I was eating all that, and now look at this. I wake up in the morning, I feel so much more energized and ready to go. I can do this, I can do that. I can go after the things that God has called me to. What? Mm. Perhaps Amen. you may look, need to look into the health benefits of that fast and say, okay, you know what, I'm not going to eat this thing anymore. I'm not, I'm not going to, no, sweet what? Okay, maybe I have a cheese that that's that. But other than that, I'm going I'm to lay off of this thing because this thing is draining the energy out of me. Right? Mm -hmm. Or maybe you realize that fasting is so crucial that now you need to implement this into your daily way of living. Maybe once a week. Or maybe a certain time, a certain number of days each month. What I'm saying is to you, don't let what God has done for you now just be for a moment. Okay? Let it be for a lifetime. Something that changes you for a lifetime. Learn from this fast. Okay? If you haven't done so yet, start writing down the 
everything that you need to write down, that you, the, the change that you've seen or, or the things that you've experienced that God has done in your life through this fast. Start writing those things down so you can know and ask God, okay, if this has happened, Lord God, what does this mean I need to do moving forward? Right? What, what, what strategies do I need to take? How should I be living my life differently moving forward? I was talking to a couple of brothers just, just, uh, just about a week ago or so. And we were talking about the misconception of social media, all right? We're talking about Facebook and all this other stuff, Snapchat and all that good stuff, right? And during this fast, I had to decide, I said, you know what? Facebook news feed, I'm not doing you anymore. Yeah. Done. <laughs> not looking at the Facebook news feed, putting it aside. And I was like, okay, if I have to stay in contact with people for this, this, and that, project related stuff, whatever, through Facebook Messenger, that's all good. Profile page, I'm all for that, okay? Because what I had realized was that the moment I get on Facebook, just the text, maybe the notification to see, okay, what am I being notified by? I see something that just happened. I'm like, oh my goodness. And you scroll down, you scroll down, you can scroll down for hours upon hours upon hours. And then you realize, like, wait, hold on, wait, 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 wait. What was I supposed to be doing again? <laughs> can I retrace my steps? You can't even retrace your steps because you're on a computer. All right, there's no steps to retrace. You're just right there, you gotta retrace the steps in your mind. So I realized that, and I said, and we said, you know what, you know what's so funny? We said, you know, it's funny how we can think that we are actually staying in touch with people just by liking their photo or something or whatever like that. And well, yeah, I like the photo, oh yeah, but, and when that person had like 200 likes, right? <laughs> like 200, and you're like one out of 200 likes, right? And you're like, oh yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, I, I like that photo, yeah, they probably see that. You think they're really keeping track of all the likes, right? And so, when I realized, I said, okay, you know what, no, I, I was like, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, you know, stay off that. Stay, stay off of that during this time, because I'm realizing that it's draining the energy out of me, and this is not what God is calling me to, right? You know, a king or a queen does not meddle into all the affairs that, that, that doesn't have nothing to do with them, unless they want to be a reckless king, and then their, their kingdom can be overthrown, right? And as royal sons and daughters, we should be living and acting in the way that a king or queen would act. So being off of social media has put things into perspective for me. It has, and I started thinking, okay, what should I be focusing on? What is priority? Okay, you know what? Maybe I need to call. Right? your friends, right? If they ain't got your number, you better think again and ask yourself, are they really your friends? And if you ain't got their number, you gotta think to yourself again, are they, are they really your friends? Is this really somebody that I may have actually connected with? Or maybe this is somebody that, you know, I just look at their page, you look at my page, and I'm seeing what's going on in their life, whatever like that. And then that's when you start thinking like, oh, I mean, I wish I had that. And you start coveting and all that. <laughs> see that? You see that? You know, there's a good side to certain things, but there's also a bad side. And, yeah, and the enemy will just try to sneak that in. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, yeah, they think they, you know, you know, worldhood. Okay, all right. You got Facebook. So let them have it, you know? But we got to be smart. And that's what God calls us to be, to be smart in what we're doing, okay? Mm -hmm. And here's one thing. And, and this is one of the things that, you know, I think, you know, we need to do as we are stepping into our royalty. Amen? Everybody say focus. Focus. You got to think about what is most important. God 
I want us to stay focused on what's important. He wants us to define what our priorities are. Okay? All right, it may be a list of things or whatever like that that you want to do, you want to do this, do that. But he wants us to define those things. Like I said before, a king doesn't meddle in affairs right? And a queen doesn't go off putting her nose into stuff, all right, that will later on demoralize her own standing, all right, and cast her astray, and then that will cause her to stumble. In order to embrace our royalty, we got to stay higher. Amen? Amen? Amen. We have to be more focused. There's a rapper, amen, by the name of Andy Minio. Somebody, some of you might know him. And one of his songs he rapped uh, a couple years ago, he said, in 2014, Okay, he said, 2014, I think my favorite role would be no. Because opportunities come and they go, but nothing, none of them are worth my soul. Amen? And, and, and I believe that what God wants us to do right now in this season is to realize what are the things that are really going to get us to our destiny? What are the things that really are going to shoot us into that direction? Do I need to be doing all these things? You know, pow uh, the powerful word that Pastor preached was to go take it. It's yours. Mm. <laughs> You know, in order for us to go and take it, we got to know exactly what we're taking and what we shouldn't be taking. Come right? on, come on. You can say, go take it. You can take everything. They're like, oh, yeah, so you know, you got this deal. Oh, yeah, so you know, you can do this. Oh, yeah. And you know all that stuff. And they're like, oh, wait, hold on. Oh, my God. Okay. Right? Right? And you're saying, okay, go take it. Right? Right? And you have all these things in your hands. And, and, it, and it's all this stuff is weighing on you. Like, okay, okay. So then you're like, okay, I, oh, but I need to take that too. Right? And how are you going to take it? Mm. Your hands are full. How are you going to take it? Mm. So what might happen is everything's just going to fall and, and everything's going to chaos. And that's why when you spread yourself too thin, well, you never really get anything done. Well, tell it. So God doesn't want us to squander our resources. He doesn't want us to squander our energy. We got energy. We got, we got strength. We can do, we can do it. Amen? All right? Amen? He said, the Bible says that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. We can do it. Yes. But if you spread yourself too thin, and you're doing all these different things, what's going to happen is you're going to find yourself burned out, and you're like, oh, man, I should have called him. If I had said this, and I had asked that person, if I had talked to them, and I had poured into their life, you know, Stuff probably wouldn't have happened. Maybe, maybe I could have been there. No, I know because God gave me the resource. He taught me this thing on Sunday morning, but I didn't, I didn't, I didn't give it to that person because I was too busy doing this and doing that. And oh yeah, I probably shouldn't have been doing that thing that I was doing because now you know that person said they don't need my help anymore. And I wasted my time on doing all that, and now they don't need me anymore. Hmm. You gotta really know exactly what it is that God is calling you to. God has given you all the gifts and talents, and resources, and things like that. And we can put it out into so many things. But is that where God is calling us? Mm. Is that what he wants for us? Don't squander our resources on things that will carry us astray. Mm. Do you have a plan for the year? Do you have an objective of what you're chasing after? Have you presented it to the Lord? See, this time of prayer and fasting is not only our time to, 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 to uh, put aside things, but it's also our time to present the plans that we have mm -hmm. to God. In order to start strong, you have to start with the plan, and you have to plan under His wise counsel. Amen. 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 
and what and, and, and how that is affected is by you going deep in the, in the, in the, in the scripture. Amen. The book of Proverbs is one of the best uh, books to read when you're trying to really get some wisdom as how to live your life right. Come on. Amen. True. Read the book of Proverbs. At least yeah. read the book of Proverbs.
tend to do like, all right, now I'm gonna go take it, whatever, like that, and then the enemy comes, and then things show up, and things not happen, and then you say, all right, no, I'm done, I'm done, I can't, I can't, I can't fight, no. You, sometimes you gotta fight yourself, okay? All right? In, in high school, we, in high school, and in, in, in middle school, we know about man versus uh, nature. Man versus whatever. Well, well in, this, in this faith walk, it's man versus man. We gotta fight ourselves. Man versus self, sorry. We gotta fight ourselves, amen? All right? Sometimes you always think, oh yeah, 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 you know, we fight, I gotta, I gotta, you know, this person is trying to do me, this person trying to do that to me, no, no, no. Sometimes you gotta fight yourself, you gotta get yourself right. You're talking you right. Mind right. Amen? Tell it. You gotta stay wherever the thing comes from, wherever the lies you have, because you gotta, you gotta let go Dismantle of that. it. That's right. Stuff in the childhood, all this stuff, you gotta let go of that. That is the enemy's way of trying to seep in and cause you to think otherwise so that you can lower yourself in it. Mm-hmm. As Pastor has said, we are greater than all of this. Mm-hmm. Your current circumstance or where you are does not define who you are. Mm-hmm. Amen? Amen. Amen. You have a diamond, right? No matter where that diamond goes, amen, no matter where you put that diamond, no matter where the location, no matter if its location changes, the location does not define the diamond itself. What defines something, the value of it, is the essence of the thing itself. Mm. That's what defines it. That's what defines yourself and the essence of who you are. And if the Bible said in the beginning that God created you in his own image and in likeness, he said, I'm going to create man in my own image and likeness, that means you have God-like characteristics inside of you. That means you have a connection to God. You have a connection to the world. You have a connection to his kingdom. You have a connection to the resources. Amen. Amen? Amen. Amen. So don't, don't let your co-worker who come in and be like, man, this world is going to go to hell, man. This thing is going to go. Don't let that cause you to change your way and your perspective of thinking of your life in this world that we're in. No, the Bible says that, yes, you will have trials. Amen? There will be trouble in this world. But take heart. I have overcome. I have overcome the world. Yeah. And if our Father, if Jesus Christ has overcome the world, it doesn't mean there's nothing stopping us except for us. Mm. And that's why we have to change our thinking and, and change our self-image so that we can think higher. That's right. Higher thinking. Amen? Amen. Poor quality or just getting by is not your portion. Mm. Okay. Poor quality and just getting by is not your portion. Say that again. Yes, you can score a B on the exam, but you knew you could have got that A. Come on. Come on. Come on. I know it's tough. I don't like to talk about my, all my whatever, but I, was, I went to school in Georgetown University, one of the top 25 schools in the nation, taking an organic chemistry exam. Amen. <laughs> if, you are, if you know organic chemistry, you probably know how hard it is. It's no joke. And I'm not taking the organic chemistry for everyday life. <laughs> okay? I'm taking organic chemistry so you can become, become a doctor, which is what I thought my path was, but God showed me something different. But still, anyways, I was taking it at that time, and I went through the first semester, and I was like, oh, man, okay, yeah, I know I didn't do as great as I wanted to do. You know, oh, man, you know, I switched there and went up like that. Okay, and I was like, you know what? I said, what? I'm going to float like a butterfly and sting like a bee. I'm going to take this exam out like I'm Muhammad Ali. No, I can't say, no, I'm trying to rhyme, but I couldn't really say Jesus Christ. Because 
But you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> and I went into that semester, and I was like, I'm, I'm going at this. Be smoke. I said, what? I'm walking on campus, my friend's like, oh yeah, so you know, we're gonna go over to the cafeteria, we're gonna eat, and I'm like, look, I know I got to eat, but if I go with you guys to eat, you know what's gonna happen? Hours upon hours of spending, eating, staying there talking, this and that. What's gonna happen? What's gonna happen? For you know what, you're tired, you're like, yeah, I'm going to the library now. You come to the library, you're like, done, done, that's it. You just mm -hmm. library, library dad, yeah. right? I know about the library dad. Finish, right? So I said, so I said, no, 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 uh-uh. Oh, you know what? Maybe we can do Saturday. Yeah, Saturday. Maybe Saturday. Saturday. You know, yeah, yeah. I, I have to go right now. I have an exam coming up. Whatever like that. You know. So you know, all I just did. You know, I got the grab and go, and I grabbed it and I went. <laughs> okay. I grabbed it. I grabbed the the the, the, the sandwich the meal and I went. You know, it, it may not be the uh, you know the chicken or whatever they got going there, but I see what you do for now because I have something bigger and greater ahead yeah. that I have to achieve. I can't be caught up by all these other things, other pleasures. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna enjoy the pleasures. Yes, I will. That pleasure I'm gonna enjoy is when I see that A on the exam. You better come hey, on in here. Thank you, Jesus. Hey. Amen. Come on now. Amen. Amen. That's right. So what I'm trying to say to you here is that. We can't, we, can't, we can't lower our standards. We can't downgrade ourselves because of the way that other people think around us. No, 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 no. We're different because of our connection to our most high God. Yes. You see, the Bible says you need to work at it with all your heart and mind as, as one working for God, not for human masters, right? So sluggishness is not yours. You must work smart, not just hard. And when it says work at it with all your heart and mind, when you're given a task, you can work hard. And you can also work smart. Mm -hmm. And if you work both ways, it's going to get done. Mm -hmm. am, I talk, am I talking right? It's going to yeah. get done, right? Yes. You can work hard. I, I know, you know, Trader Joe's, right? You pick it up, everything, you lift it, whatever, you know, right? Or you can work smart. You can do it the right way, right? So when it says work at it with all your heart and mind, yes into it. Put your mind into it. Get yourself into it and work at it like, 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 like you're not somebody's working for human masters, but working for God. Work mm -hmm. at it with all your heart. But also your mind. Mm -hmm. You gotta be smart. Amen. Don't exert all your energy if it doesn't require you to exert all your energy. Mm -hmm. And if you're wondering why, why you gotta exert all this energy and then your friend over here is just like, you know, just getting done and then you're like, damn, why did I exert all my energy? And he's just like, he didn't crack a sweat. Because you need to ask him, how did he do it? Mm. So that he didn't have to crack the sweat. Mm -hmm. Right? It's not worth spending so much time on something to get something done if there's a better, smarter way to get it done. And if you're like, nah, I ain't going to do it that way because I need to work hard or whatever like that, then you're being ignorant and mm. prideful. Yes. And then you're going to have to swallow your pride. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and you know how you get that knot in your throat, right? You're like, <laughs> it's hard, right? But God doesn't want that for us. So let's tackle what we're trying to tackle with wisdom. Sometimes you just you gotta dive in and go at it. Sometimes there's no answers. You ain't got no answers. You're not in a place where you can look at somebody else and see how they did it. Sometimes you just gotta dive in and go after that. That's true. And that sometimes that's what happens. 
we're afraid to dive in because we don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> but if you if you don't dive in because you don't know what's going to happen, you're never not going to know what's going to happen. It ain't going to going to happen. So the point is, the fact here is that you have to learn from your experiences sometimes so that you can do it right the next time. If you don't know how somebody started that business, then maybe you got to start that business and try to see what's going to happen when you start that business, figure out things, read what you got to read. But if something doesn't work out, learn from what didn't work out and keep it moving. Amen. Amen? Amen. I, I said one time before here that, 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 that before a, a, a Twitter was started out, you know, the guy was trying to find ways to make the make make this uh, thing happen, and it took years upon years. It didn't start out to be successful in seven thousand nine or eight years later. Mm-hmm. And look at everybody using it now, mm-hmm. right? So, 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 so sometimes you just have to work at something, not with sluggishness, but but give it all we got. Shame and guilt is not for you because there's no condemnation for those who belong to Christ. Mm-hmm. The Father never condemned His Son, and so did the Prodigal Son. He embraced Him. Love. And honestly, I'm not saying this like I got it all together, okay? All right? Yes, because I have my own struggles, as we do have our own struggles, and that's, that's why we have to deal with it. That's why we're in this thing right now. There's 21 days of prayer and fasting, we're in this thing right now because we got to deal with some stuff that slows us down and is holding us back. And so I just want to leave, a, leave, leave a, 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 a one more thing with you here, and then I'll, I'll be out of your way. I don't want to take too much time. It's already been about a good uh, half hour or so. You guys are still going. You guys are good? Amen. 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 So, one thing I just want to take out here is I, I, I don't want us to get confused. Okay? And that's the humility factor. All right? Sometimes we think that humility means that I got to lower my way of thinking. Mm-hmm. So that you know, so that so that I'm not you know stepping on somebody's toes, or so I'm not treating somebody the wrong way. I need to I need to lower my way of thinking. Sometimes we think humility means we gotta think of ourselves as more than or less than. Now the Bible does say we must humble ourselves, right? And and so what happens is that we hear preachers and evangelists and people you know all over. They will say you know no you're great you're better than da 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 whatever like that you know you can do this you can do that you know just like you're saying no you're you're more than this you're more than that blah blah, blah. you know and then you're like okay okay yeah 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 and so what happens is some Christians walk around full of pride thinking that oh yeah you know boasting and stuff like that like oh yeah you know I got this da 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 whatever like that you know but they're boasting in their own self right mm-hmm. and they think they're better than and then there are certain Christians who don't want to be like that. So they just say, I'm going to stay in my corner over here, you know. You know, no, I don't need to do that. No, no, no me, what, me? A, a director of, of a hospital, a management? No, I'll just, I'll just stay here and I'll be the doctor or the nurse that I got to be. You know, I don't, God doesn't want that for me. What? No, I can't, I can't show myself out there. I can't, I can't be all these things. No, no, I got I to gotta humble myself. I got to stay at this lower status. He's spotless in the word. Sometimes you might think that, and, and, and then there's a crowd of people who are struggling between one and the other. Thinking like, okay, okay, I know I've got to humble myself, but if I humble myself, I don't want to be walking around and thinking I'm prideful. I'm not trying to be prideful, I'm just trying to say that this is how we need to live. But, okay, what, what should I do? So it's time to clarify this humility factor, okay? So that you can be free to live like royal daughters and sons to the Most Amen. High King. Amen. The definition of humility is modest or low view of one's importance. And to humble oneself means to lower oneself in dignity or importance. Mm-hmm. So the book of Philippians chapter 2 verse 3 says, 
that do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourselves. Now, right there, it says others. Throughout the Bible, whenever you talk about humility, it's always in relation to others. Okay? It's always in relation to others, or it can be in relation to the Lord, or, or your relation to the Lord. Humble yourself under the mighty hand of God. But here's this. You must have lowly thinking in the way you treat others. But you have to have higher thinking in the way you treat yourself. Okay? You need to have a self-image that is high so that when you, when you treat yourself, you're not bringing yourself down and saying that, okay, I've got to stay down here. I can't be all that. No, I can't be, no, no, no. I can't be thinking like that. No, no. I have to have, no. And the way you treat others you're not stepping over somebody's foot. You're not trying to, you know, trying to hurt somebody. No, 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 no. You have to have a lower self, a lower thinking in the way you treat them. You have to humble yourself, humble yourself in their presence, so that God can lift you up. Not that, so you can lift your own self up. Mm. Amen. 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 So, in all this lowly thinking that the prodigal son had when he came back, the father still reinstated his son. To his rightful place. So, what I want to leave with you is that are you okay with simply worshiping the cashier job, the retail job, when God is calling you to something greater? Are you okay with just being a teacher when God is calling you to be a principal or superintendent? Are you okay with just playing it safe over calculating your options, okay, that you never do anything? As I already said, the prophecy that Pastor spoke to us was for us to go take it. It is ours. And a few months ago, I shared something, and I, and I shared something from the book, and it said that whoever watches the cloud would not plant. Whoever looks at the wind will never reap. And in sharing the scripture, what can often happen for us is that we want to go ahead and do something, but we're overcalculating our situation because mm -hmm. of the fact that, you know, we just think that, okay, I have, to, I have to do this all on my own. I have to do this in my own mind, in my own thinking, my own way, or whatever like that. And, 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 and we allow this to cloud our minds, mm -hmm. and we never make a step forward. When in, in actuality, there's things that God has already called you to reap. It's already there. He's already given it to you. But you're still busy looking at the cloud trying to figure out how you're going to do it. Mm. Because you're afraid. Because you have a low self-image. Mm. Repeat after me. Higher thinking calls for higher preparation. Higher thinking calls for higher preparation. Higher thinking calls for higher preparation, which means that you can't go about achieving your goals the way you used to. Okay? Mm -hmm. Your method and approach has to take a new form because of the old way of doing it is not going to get you and it will not sustain you. You want a bigger house? You want a new car? You want a big house so you can fit all your kids in there? You want a new car so that you don't have to have a stop on the road all the time? <laughs> you, can't, you can't do it the same way you, you did it before. Okay? Because it's not going to get you there. You got to fix your finances, get things in line, okay? Maybe you can't go to Macy's this week. <laughs> or you can't go to Lord and Taylor. Okay? All right? Maybe, maybe, maybe you just got to let go of that gadget this time around. <laughs> <laughs> well. 
logical than last year, then that must mean that God is still trying to help you to learn something that you didn't learn before. You're trying to change your way of thinking, your mind of thinking, so you can think like a king, like a queen. Mm. I hope some of my single folks, praise the Lord for the single people. Amen. 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 Right there with you. Okay. Single folks, you're listening. If if you were finding that every single time you're interested in someone, that someone you're interested is not interested in you, yet there's somebody else that's interested in you, but you're not interested in them, and that keep on happening, you gotta fix some things here. <laughs> okay? You may need to fix some things here. Mm -hmm. You might need to take this one to the Lord. Because if something is continuously happening again and again, that must mean that there needs to be a different way of thinking about that situation, so you ain't got to go back to that again. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying this because I'm just saying this. I'm saying this because, yes, I've heard this from other believers, yes, and I know that this happens, right? Right? Mm. Maybe... You got to think about what are you really looking for? Mm -hmm. All right. Okay. So the person that 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 you're that that you're not interested in that person. Okay. Maybe maybe he maybe he don't look like he's okay. All right. Maybe that's a problem. Mm. He's not tall and <laughs> wow. muscular, whatever, like that. Think about your height, maybe. Think about your height. Right? Maybe he can work a little things out, you know. Maybe he can work something out a little bit. But he may not be there yet. But he's showing you so much love and compassion. Attention. He gives you everything. Like, wow. No, no, he's, he's like calling you up. You know, he's like, hey, how you doing? Whatever like that. You know, he's saying all this stuff. You know, he's, he, he, you know he gave you this, he gave you that. He threw all, whatever like that. And he's doing all these things for you. But he's so nice. Uh. <laughs> right? Right? It's too nice. It's too nice. What is that? And then the other person we're chasing after. Oh man, he's fine. What? She's fine. What? She got it all going on. Look at that, you know? And then you're like, yeah, yeah, let me chase. Okay, okay. Call that person, whatever. Never call you back. Yeah, okay. All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna get this person. Oh, I'm gonna take him out to the ego. You are preaching, bro. You're going to be like, yeah, man, you're the man. I'm walking him, girl's going to be like, ooh, what you got over there? Right? Is that person is showing you the slightest concern or love compared to that other person that's loving you and is giving you everything. And he meets a lot of different categories. And I'm talking about people who are they're all Christian. They're all Bible-believing Christian. They're not just hopping in and out of church, but they really believe in God. Come on. They're serving the Lord. You preach it. Okay, maybe you don't got the six pack. Maybe you don't got it all together. But maybe if you and them were together, you got to work that out. So you got to go over the blink fitness well, or, or planet fitness. Come on, Work son. out together so you can chase after your goals together in line with the Lord Preach in prayer. Amen. Someone's Amen. getting free. How you thinking? Together. Come on. How you thinking calls for higher preparation. Yeah. We got to change things around. 
Amen. Amen. Trying to preach some people here. I told you I was going to be practical. <laughs> Amen. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Woo. Amen. You are too precious to waste away. Mm. You are too important to God and the people around you. Funny thing is that God can put you in the rightful place of glory. He can dress you up with the robe, with the, with the, with the ring. He can do all that. But your mind has to be caught up. Caught up in the big stuff. Pastor said that the year has been crowned with big bounties. Everything is yours. Everything you need is yours for this year. God has it for you right here. Now it's time for you to step into it. Step into your royalhood. So just because you are king or queen, or just because a king or queen is on this throne, doesn't mean they're operating like a king or queen. It is not until you understand your value and the importance of them, of what you're achieving, and the fact that you also need to leave a legacy for your children to follow, to step into. It's not only about you, that they can step into their royalhood. So have you stepped into your royalty? Have you stepped into your royalty? Have you acquired the knowledge that you need in order to succeed? And are you living by that knowledge? Amen? Amen. 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 So what I want to do right now, as we wrap up, it's going to take a few, uh, probably you know, in the next, in the next five, five, ten minutes. And I just want us to uh, stand at this time. I just want us to pray. Amen. And I want us to pray because I think that you know we need to pray for each other and what we're specifically dealing with. In our minds and our minds. So I just want you to take this time to just split up in groups. If you want to split up with a group of three or so, uh, if you want to keep it, you know, guys, guys, girls, girls, however you want to do it. But at least top, top three, two, two. But I really want you to take this time and to ask and, and, to, and to pray for one another that you will start thinking of yourself as greater than your current circumstances. Whatever circumstance you have right now, or whatever circumstance the person you're praying for has right now, I want you to pray for that person. That God will help them through that circumstance. Help them in that situation. Whether it's healing, that God will give them healing. Whether it's restoration, that God will give them restoration. Whether it's higher self-image, that God will give them higher self-image. Whether it's making the right decisions, that God will help them to make the right decisions. Amen? So that we can become royal daughters and sons that God has already made us to be. See, we already are these things. We already are royalty. The only problem is that we have to realize it. That's what we're getting at survival is, at revelation. And you realize the truth. You realize something you realize that, oh my gosh, this is what it really is. This is what this life really is. And it's a lie. Some things are lies out there, and this is what this is the real deal. So let's pray about that, amen. It's gonna take about a good a good five five to ten minutes, and then we'll wrap up, amen.